Why I Push You Away. That's what we're talking about on this bonus episode of the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Hey, I'm Alicia Wood, and I've spent the past 10 years studying self-betterment. I went from lacking confidence as an overweight, socially anxious outsider to becoming a fitness pro and building a thriving wellness community rooted in fitness, play, and mindset. When it comes to wellness, there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach, which is why each week I'm going to bring you a different perspective on all things mind, body, soul. This is the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Why I push you away. Ah, this episode. Okay, this one's really personal for me. Um, I'm going to share some stories that I realized recently have really shaped who I am and how I react to the world. So even in my opening, you hear me talk about how I was a socially anxious outsider growing up. And uh, I was, but the truth is, I still feel like an outsider often um, in a lot of situations. And I'm in a lot of entrepreneurial groups and I'm in a lot of coaching communities. I have a couple different coaches that I work with and their communities, um, I'm in those. And to be honest, I still feel like a little bit on the outside. And that's through zero fault of anybody in the group because everybody in all of those groups are incredibly epic. What it has to do with is my own lack of understanding of my self-worth. We as people tend to worry a lot about, am I good enough? Will people like me? And am I worthy? Am I worthy enough? And the word worthy, I feel like, has been tossed around a lot recently and knowing your worth and even having mantras around um, worthiness. And I don't think it really hit me what worthy meant until kind of recently. So I'm going to start there by saying that. And now I'm going to like rewind my life a little bit and take you back into a few different situations that happened in my life that really, I think, formed who I am today and who I'm, I am now working through. I'm not going to hang on to this person. It's actually somebody that I'm letting go of. I think that in order for us to become the people we want to be, we have to be open to letting go of the person we are now um, or the person that we've always been. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm still me. I'm just letting go of portions of me that are no longer part of who I want to be or how I want to identify as. So if we go back to, I think I'm going to go back to grade eight here. Uh, When I was in grade eight, I went on vacation with my family. We went to Florida for a couple weeks. I was really um, lucky to be able to take that trip. And I went on that trip and when I came back, my circle of friends had decided that they hated me. And they had all talked to each other over that time and decided that I wasn't cool and I was out. And um, when I came back, they were going to let me know that. Um, So I came back from the vacation and at that time there were no cell phones or like we weren't emailing each other. There was no way of communicating with your friends when you're on vacation. 
um, dating myself, but there was no way of communicating with them. So it wasn't like we were in constant touch over that. There was no social media. We didn't know what was going on. They weren't seeing the snapshots of my trip. They had just decided that, you know, let's all chat about Alicia while she's gone. And when she gets back, um, she's out. I don't know what the decision process was in that. I mean, they're kids. So (laughs) I hold no ill will against any of them. They were children um, and they made this decision. And so I came back and they weren't my friends anymore. And that was really tough for me to understand. And for a long time after that, I was really scared to go on vacation Um, because I actually every time I went on vacation, it seemed like something negative had happened when I came back. And so I started to associate vacation with negative things happening in my world until I realized that was just a belief and I was bringing on these things or or these things were just coming to the surface when I came back from vacation. But that happened. I lost all my friends um, and that was traumatizing as a child. You're in grade eight and you had a circle of friends you've been friends with for pretty much forever, at least since the beginning of the school year because those groups of friends tend to change when you surround yourself with new people each year. But they were no longer my friends. That was really tough for me. Another incident was that one of my friends, and I'll use air quotes, one of my friends, started hanging out with this new guy uh, at our school. Again, I think this was grade eight. And uh, one day she decided to steal my bike off the side of my house and throw it into the creek. And um, so my bike's in the creek and I'm mortified. I remember my dad, me telling my dad, I think I came home crying being like, dad, my bike's in the creek. Like, I don't know how to get it out. I don't know what to do. I'm so upset. My dad takes me down to the creek and grabs the bike, takes it out of the water um, and brings it back. And the bike was totally rideable. The interesting thing was my dad for years after was like, the bike is fine. You can ride the bike. And I never rode that bike again. And the reason why is because I was mortified. I knew that everybody knew that my bike was thrown in the creek. And anytime I rode my bike, I thought that they would be triggered of the memory of my bike being thrown in the creek. And then it could stir up people making fun of me. And so I just never rode the bike again. And those are my two incidents that happened. And my husband always jokes because like the bike incident comes up a lot. Um, (laughs) So clearly it had a big impact on my life. And so recently I've realized, oh, when I get close to people, I get close to them and I can get close to somebody pretty quickly and we can find this like instant connection, which is incredible. But then I get freaked out and I start to push them away. So there's this time where everything's good and we're great. And then I'm like, oh, and then I start backing away because I'm scared that if I don't back away first, they're going to back away from me and then they're not going to want to be close to me. And that's like little girl Alicia still coming out in full grown adult Alicia in her thoughts, which is how we all work. We've all got this, these incidents that happened in our lives when we were younger And then influence who we become and how we react to certain situations. I can tell you um, another situation from my childhood, which was 
Um, my lunchroom supervisor, when I was growing up, my lunchroom supervisor was really mean. She was not the nicest woman. She was cruel to everybody. She just like had no patience for children. She definitely was not in the right place. And so she was really mean. So at that point I was like, okay, well, she's the authority, right? She's the authority figure and she's going to talk to me in this way. And I have to like obey her because she's the boss. She's the authority. And so that was kind of my first interaction with like real, like what I would consider authority. And then flash forward to me getting my very first job, my very first job. And guess who my boss was? My lunchroom supervisor. <laughs> That's actually how I got the job. Cause I was like, oh, I recognize you. You used to actually be my lunchroom supervisor. And she flipped and turned so nice in that moment. Like, oh my goodness, you were at that school. How amazing. And then she ended up hiring me, I think because of that. But soon after I got into that job, like the love again turned to like disdain. And she again had no patience for me or anybody else in that job. So that was like, again, my very first job my first experience with authority in that world. So as I moved forward in life, then authority figures, bosses, um, anybody who is going to be an authority to me or who I deem or in my mind think is above me, I shrink because I've always had to shrink in those situations with bosses when I was in that world. So I shrink that way now as an adult. And I'm working on it. That's something I'm letting go of. Realizing like, no, no, we're all equal here. I'm not above or below anybody else. I'm coming in on equal ground. And when I come in on equal ground, then I can have a much better conversation rather than constantly feeling fear of um, rejection or not being accepted. And it's all around that same kind of world. Because even if we think of like the bike and the kids leaving me at school incidents, those were my friends leaving me, my friends leaving me and me not being enough to be friends with them. But then the lunchroom supervisor and the boss incident is still me not being enough to please them. So it all comes back to figuring out that we are enough. And how do we figure that out? Well, for me, the way that I work through it is a a journaling practice. I'm going through my self-image of who do I want to be? Who's that confident person that I want to show up as? Who's that podcaster that's showing up for you every week, helping you grow and learn as I've been growing along the way? And really thinking about that and journaling about like, this is the person that I am. I am lovable. I'm kind. I'm giving. I'm caring. And I really want to make other people feel incredible. So why wouldn't other people like me? Why wouldn't other people accept me? Why wouldn't I be somebody that people would really want to interact with or do business with or work with? Why wouldn't they? All I want to do is help. So when I start to really pull myself away from the situation, then I can open up my awareness to it and go, okay, well, this is these are the cards that are on the table. These are the cards that were handed to me throughout throughout my life. And I can either choose to look at them the way that I have been looking at them my basically entire life up until this point, or I can let that go and realize, no, those were two or technically four isolated incidents that don't dictate my worth. 
If I went back and thought about all the people that I made great connections with and all the people that made me feel incredible and that I made feel incredible and that we had great bonds with, it far outweighs those negatives. But we as people, as humans, tend to replay negative memories over and over again in our mind. And unfortunately, our subconscious mind can't tell the difference between um, a memory or what's happening in current day. So when we replay those negative memories over and over again, we're living in the past. We're constantly moving into action based on our past memories. So we have to start to create new memories, which is why I do a visualization practice as well. I'm not going to get too much into the visualization. That'll be for another day. But Because our subconscious mind sees in pictures and can't tell the difference between what's real and what's not, if you imagine the future to be the way that you want the future to be, then your subconscious mind believes that that's happening now, currently, and it starts to move you subconsciously into action to be that person that lives that life, whatever that life is. So I also do visualization where I'm picturing myself in different positions where I'm being caring, being loving, being loved, being worthy, knowing I'm enough. And that helps me, you know, get out of bed and get excited about showing up for my community, for myself, for my family in a higher vibration and a better energy than I've shown up in the past. I hope this is all making sense. Um, but those are a couple things that I do journaling practice and the visualization, um, and positive affirmations work well as well. I don't use positive affirmations all that much, except for in my journal writing. I don't have sticky notes, um, around my house telling me how worthy I am. Although if I walked into your house and you had, you are worthy written all over your mirror, I would be so pumped. (laughs) I'd be so excited to see that. And a lot of people I'm sure have those affirmations around their house and they start pulling those sticky notes down when friends come over, um, back when friends used to be able to come over pre-COVID. But affirmations are also another great way of um, working through some of this stuff. So I don't know, hopefully this story, um, this little storytelling session helped you a little bit thinking about how maybe past incidents have shaped who you are. We kind of are cemented into who we are and our way of being when we're about 35. All of those things start to accumulate and then we end up being this person. We kind of form all of our beliefs and and stuff based on those first 35 years. That doesn't mean that you can't change them after the 35 years, but that you're kind of cemented in at that point. But you can switch them. So you can always identify them, which is I'm all about awareness paying attention to what's going on. If a story keeps coming up from your childhood or you're starting to recognize a pattern of how you're being or around people, you might be able to look back and and assess, like maybe it started here. You don't need to look back and find it. Um, But I found that that has worked for me is me going, oh, okay, these types of things happened to me then and this is what started to spiral my distrust or to push people away before I let them get close to me. So if I've ever pushed you away and you're listening to this, I am very sorry. I don't do it on purpose. I've only realized this in the last couple of years that I even do it. 
Um, and it's not because I don't love you. <laughs> it's because I'm working on loving me enough to know that you'll also continue to love me. So I hope that this helps you in some way, shape or form. Let me know if it does. If you could let me know by leaving a little message in the comments um, below and leaving a review, that would be incredible. Also, uh, if you could subscribe. Subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. I don't want you to miss out on anything coming up in the future. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing rest of your week.